When we think about the idea of authority that is mentioned so often in our readings today, from God giving Moses authority over his people in the first reading, to the authority that was seen by the people observing Jesus' miracle, we also have to accompany alongside that idea of authority the concept that authority must be recognized by those that it governs. It's considered legitimate when it is recognized by those that the authority is, is over. That's the case from governments down to your boss at work. For instance, for me this past week, I had to begrudgingly re-recognize Father Schrader's authority over me. Uh, he was gone on vacation. I ran the show for a week, but I very uh, humbly gave him back uh, the authority of running the parish. Just kidding. I was very glad to give that up. <laughs> um, but authority must be recognized if it is to actually work and to be effective. The authority exists, but in order for it to work, it must be recognized to be effective. And in our gospel that we hear, there's various reactions to how Jesus demonstrates his authority. You first have the crowds of people who recognize something different about him, especially compared to the Pharisees. This new teaching with authority that they exclaim upon seeing Jesus demonstrate this miracle. They might not fully understand it. It's met with a little bit more curiosity as opposed to knowing what it fully is, but the people see something different in him. You also have, ironically, those evil spirits who, more than any other character, recognize Jesus' authority. They recognize exactly who Jesus is. It's a fact not lost on St. Mark, the author of the gospel. And then on the other side of the coin, you have the Pharisees who obviously did not recognize Jesus' authority and rebelled and dissented against it. So seeing these various reactions to Jesus displaying his authority should, I think, make us pause and ask, do we fully recognize the authority of Jesus in our lives? Do we acknowledge that Christ is the one whom we should follow and be subservient to? It's quite ironic that the thing that made Jesus so distinctive in his day, namely his authority, is now the thing that many people reject about him. Societally, just as a whole, it's become vogue to distrust and to reject authority. And this isn't just in the church, but certainly that is the case in our own church. There's nothing really new about this. You can look at various schisms and breaks over the course of the church's history, most prominently the Protestant Reformation, which was a wholesale rejection of the authority of the church. But brothers and sisters, we know that Christ's authority extends to his church today. That same authority that Christ gives to his apostles lives on in his church. Christ himself, as we know, established the church and entrusted it to the twelve apostles. And their actions, beginning with the Council of Jerusalem, that first time they got together to deal with a difficult problem, demonstrate that they understood their role in governing the church of God while here on earth. After all, Christ would tell his apostles, whoever hears you, hears me. And whoever rejects you, rejects me. That same authority of Christ, we recognize in the church, extended to the apostles and to their successors, the bishops, through sacred tradition, the sacred teaching authority of Christ. 
It's for this reason that in the second century, St. Ignatius of Antioch very beautifully said, where the bishop is present, there is the Catholic Church. So the authority of Christ is alive and well for us today, brothers and sisters, and if we truly believe that Christ has the authority to direct and guide our lives, if we believe he has the authority to teach and to inform us about what is right and wrong, why is it that so many do not trust him, that so many do not recognize his authority? Why do we sometimes not trust him? Why do we sometimes not recognize his authority? This is a problem all throughout the world. As I like to say, too many people trust talking heads on the internet over the catechism. Too many people believe people on YouTube over the magisterium. This is a huge, huge problem, brothers and sisters. We cannot interpret the gospel in Jesus' authority to fit our own opinions. In our own views. That, that's, that's not the way it should work. That's not the proper relationship. Because if that is the case, then the gospel itself and Christ's authority is subservient to our own whims. That's more Protestant than Catholic. We must look at the gospel in Jesus' teachings and see in them the thing that ought to inform everything else that we do. Because if we look at something that our Lord teaches us through his holy church and say to ourselves, I don't hold that, that's a bit of a problem. It's incumbent upon us then to reform our intellectual approach to get to where the church is rather than demanding or insisting that the church get to where we are. It is an exercise in humility and obedience, filial obedience to be loyal sons and daughters of the church. And to descend from the church is to have as I like to say, the hubris, the hubris to say that I know better, that I know better than the magisterium and the teaching authority of the apostles. And think about it, we have been given a 2,000-year body of thought, 2,000-year body of thought that gives us guidance to complicated questions, such that the burden of having to know difficult questions and difficult moral conundrums doesn't have to fall on us. And that's a good thing. I don't know everything there is to know about morality. I defer to the church. It's a blessing to be able to say that's not my burden. And we can draw from that 2,000-year body of thought. And dissent is the hubris to look at all of that and say that I know better. Say that I know better even than that. It comes from all different ways and angles. Some people say that the church demands too much of people and needs to be more lax. Or others say that the church is demanding too little of people and needs to be more rigorous. But both of these approaches suffer from the same problem. Namely, that they think they know better than Holy Mother Church and know better than Christ and his authority. Both of them do not recognize the authority of Jesus. I often love to think of the church as a boat. It's my favorite analogy. You can draw so many stories and images from it. The church is a boat. As my mother would like to say, it doesn't matter what side of the boat you jump off of. The left side, the right side, the front side, the back side. Either way, you're off the boat if you jump off the boat. And that's, again, the same problem. And if we find ourselves in that situation, if we find ourselves off the boat in some way, shape, or form, I think it's important for us in our humility to say, God, Help me to recognize why you teach what you teach. 
Help me to get there. Help me to understand the truth. Help me to understand why you ask me to do something or ask me not to do something. And help me to get there. That's a beautiful prayer of humility if we find ourselves in that situation. To ask God for help and guidance to understand his teachings and recognize his authority in our lives. So maybe take maybe the example of those crowds today who recognize Jesus' authority in the Gospels and take after their example and see in Jesus' teachings the authority of God our Father. Let us trust our church, brothers and sisters, knowing that Christ's authority extends to them today. And in humility, brothers and sisters, let us live in obedience to Christ and his words as loyal sons and daughters of the church, recognizing Jesus' authority in our lives.